0: Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 239, the one where we go through all the major bullet points of the upcoming console war of the 2020s. That's right, friends. The 90s are back in full swing, and this time it's bloodier than ever. <laughs>
1: why why the, are the 90s console wars the only console wars you you, you could think
0: of? Well, as a 30-year-old man, that's, what, that's the ones that come to mind. Uh, immediately but like the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo that was like an actual war and then like the the PlayStation N 64 era that was more just like a a mild skirmish this is like you know it seems they're going hard and that brings up uh, 90s memories in my mind so like it's they should have been at each
1: other's throats Right. Well, for, for a I, while, I'm surprised that we're this late into it and we're now just seeing them kind of butt
0: heads. I think another thing too was that, you know, this past generation was a lot calmer than mm-hmm. usual in terms of like mudslinging and in fact like towards the end it seems like everybody was starting to get all buddy buddy with each other with like, you know, cross play and like cross right. progression and things like that. And now Microsoft's coming out of the gate and it's like, "Yo, F Sony. <laughs> this, this is this is Sony's fir- being like, "Yeah, we'll F Microsoft back."
1: This is the first generation where we're seeing a lot of cross-play stuff going on. Yeah. I remember back in like the 360 day cross-play was just absolutely unheard of. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to activate everybody's Alexa for a second. Alexa. I'm streaming. See look at that. It makes the light blue. That's with us. Uh hey. Everybody was here, but also Brett Young for the 25 months, Sarah Anderson for becoming a member, and Age Tech with two ruples. New game switch oh my god, dude! Sponsor the stream if you want. Apparently, two ruples, uh, 38 cents. <laughs>
0: wow, <laughs> big spender over here. Uh,
1: thanks, everybody. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about uh, the 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 situation. Yeah, listen. There's a lot going on this week.
0: There, there, there was a lot. There was a lot. There was seemed to be a lot uh, in the in the you know PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X space. And I think you know that's why I'm th- I'm getting like flashbacks to, like the classic console wars it, over here it, because it's it seemed pretty heated. It's stupid that we that we were getting
1: like drip fed information about these consoles when they come out yeah. in two friggin' m- uh
0: Three months, September October. Yeah, three months. Um,
1: three months, and we 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 don't have a price. Mm -hmm. We don't have much.
0: Um, so the first thing we have, you put this here. Yes. Uh, first details on compatible accessories and peripherals for the PlayStation Five. Uh, so so we knew that
1: they said that you'd be able to connect a PlayStation Four controller to the PS Five. Yes. But they didn't specify that that's only to play PlayStation 4 games.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this is part of the PlayStation blog. In in our June Future of Gaming digital event, we announced an array of PlayStation 5 peripherals and accessories that will be launching this holiday season. But we know that many of you are were also wondering if and how existing PlayStation 4 peripherals were, are compatible with the next generation system. Today, we're happy to share a brief FAQ that will answer some of your questions. If you have questions that aren't addressed, feel free to leave them in the comments below. <laughs> that, that ought to be fun. Uh, which existing PS4 peripherals or accessories will work on the PlayStation 5? Specialty peripherals such as officially licensed racing wheels, arcade sticks, and flight sticks will work on PS5 games and supported PS4 games. Platinum and Gold wireless headsets, as well as third-party headsets that connect via a USB port or audio jack, will work on the PlayStation 5. The headset companion app is not compatible with the PlayStation 5. I've never used the headset companion app. Have you? No. I.
1: The Sony Gold headset is not a good headset. <laughs> At least the first generation, the yeah. first one that came, the, the one for the PS4, the one that came out for the PS4, that's the yeah. one that we got.
0: It needs a dongle. Yeah, I never understood why, and, and I don't, and I know Xbox doesn't like this. Is a problem with Xbox headsets too? They don't need a dongle, but it's like really weird, like how they get hooked up to the Xbox. This is why I don't like wireless. Yeah, I'm I much mean, rather just be wired. I have a a wired PlayStation Four headset that I just plug into the headphone jack of both controllers when I need right. to, and that works fine. That's the best that having the headphone jack and
1: the controller yeah. is the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind there being a dongle on the Sony Gold headset if there was a way to put the dongle in the headset when you're not using it. Yeah, that's... that's I literally had duct tape that was permanently affixed to the headset to put the dongle on when I wasn't when I was using it.
0: And the problem is then that means, you know, it, it's married to the PlayStation. You can't really use it in anything else. You can't use it on your phone. If you wanted to use it on your computer, you'd have to use the dongle and probably get like a firmware patch for it. Yeah, which is ridiculous
1: because yeah. Sony had a hand in the Bluetooth spec.
0: Yeah, and if the controllers use Bluetooth, there's no excuse why the headphones can't also use Bluetooth. <laughs> so, so wait, they're saying that you can use, you can use your current the, – the headphones you use for the PS4, uh, whether they be the Platinum or the Gold headsets or third-party headsets that connect via the USB port or an audio jack, they will work on your PlayStation 5. It's just the Headset Companion app is not compatible with the PlayStation 5.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I've, I've never used the Headset Companion app because, again, I don't use a wireless headset for my PS4. So I don't know how significant of a hit that's going to be.
1: Okay. So it's just third party headsets via USB audio or USB port or audio jack. Yeah. So it sounds like just USB audio will be fine and audio yeah. jack will be fine because
0: it'll be the controller. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, DualShock 4 wireless controller and PlayStation officially licensed third party gamepad controllers will work with supported PlayStation 4 games. That's the that was the big takeaway that everybody seemed to get out of this article. That's so, du- the Dual Shock Four. Yes, you can use it on your PlayStation Five, but only to play PlayStation Four games. You cannot use it for any of the new games that are coming out. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that because there's yeah. a response from from Microsoft. But yeah, PlayStation Camera. Uh, f- there's not going to be a new PlayStation Camera. Well, there is, and I believe. Oh. Uh, both the PlayStation Move motion controllers and the PSVR aim controller will work with supported PSVR games on PlayStation 5. Uh, please note, not all PlayStation officially licensed or third-party peripherals and accessories may work on the PlayStation 5. We recommend checking with the manufacturer to confirm whether a product will work on the PlayStation 5 and specific titles. Oh, here. Is the PlayStation camera for PlayStation 4 compatible with the PS5? Yes. Yes. The PlayStation camera will work with the PS5 for playing supported PSVR games. It will require a PlayStation camera adapter that will be provided at no additional cost to PSVR users. More details on how to get an adapter will be announced at a later date. So you need an adapter for the PlayStation camera. Yes, it sounds like. Remember when they switched from the original Xbox One to the Series X, you yeah. needed an adapter for Connect. Sounds like yeah. that. Okay all right that, that, that works that works i st- yeah. there's probably still gonna be a new camera yeah eventually. there is gonna be there's gonna be a new camera and apparently the, in the new camera there's a feature where it'll automatically blur your background Ooh, like you can on like skype or whatever
1: like uh like you get a nice crisp bokeh yes as if you have
0: an actual camera very nice uh, with well, like portrait well, mode
1: on iphone yeah
0: yes Will, will DualShock 4 work with PlayStation 5 games? No. We believe that the PlayStation 5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of DualSense wireless controller. So, uh, everyone was very
1: disappointed about that. Yeah. Uh, because they originally said that you'd be able to use PlayStation 4 controller on the PS5. They just never specified that it's only for PlayStation 4 games.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, because I I guarantee DualSense is probably going to be a lot more expensive than a DualShock 4 was or is going to be. So I think people just hope that if they need an extra controller, either for a second player or a backup controller, they can just use what they already have. And that's not the case. Now they have to actually go out and get, you know, an expensive controller if they want to, if they need a backup or a second player controller.
1: So what's the MSRP for a DualShock 4? 65 looks like 65
0: 60 or 65 yeah and i'm
1: looking at colors I, the black one is 60.
0: yeah <laughs>
1: the black ones msrp is 60 is yeah, five dollars
0: to the... yeah
1: um they might be seeing nintendo selling that pro controller for 70 and being like yo we could get away with a yeah. lot more they might be they might be able to sell it for 80 bucks
0: i i i can see that
1: now the the xbox 36 xbox one controller
0: that that price wi- varies wildly because you can get it as like low as fifty, and then as high as like seventy.
1: I see. I see a white one for sixty at Target. That sounds yeah. like MSRP right there, uh, and then sixty five for a colored one. So it looks like it's about the same. I think Xbox One controller. I mean Xbox Series X controller. That's going to be the same price. Yeah. And, and DualSense Dual Sense is going to be like eighty bucks. That's what I think. Yeah. Or seventy five and then 80 if you want a colored one. Anyway, Microsoft heard about this news because everybody was writing articles like, oh, you can't use the PS4 controller on the PS5. And Uh, a few
0: hours later, uh, the official Xbox Twitter account tweeted, in case you missed it, the Xbox Series X is compatible with all Xbox One controllers across all games, including the official Xbox One controller, the Xbox Adaptive controller, the Xbox Elite wireless controller, and designed for Xbox third party Xbox One controllers and headsets. Plus, the new Xbox Series X controller is compatible with all Xbox One consoles, a Windows PCs, Android and iOS devices, and Project X Cloud and Xbox Game Pass. Next generation compatibility is the most powerful, next generation compatibility with the most powerful console ever. So this could i mean this controller looks basically exactly the same
1: besides the d-pad uh and like the
0: d-pad uh mild shaping changes and the addition of a share button the shaping stuff it looks exactly the same (laughs) it's mild you know like you you have to you have to look for the differences in in the shape but it has a more
1: advanced wireless apparently uh, yeah. a different wireless protocol it has a uh, different rumble in the in the triggers or whatever yeah it's, it's 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 different but it's not microsoft knows it's not different enough to be able to warrant uh getting rid of all of connectivity with all of the old stuff yeah they know that uh especially people who bought an elite controller 150 bucks dude like, yeah. you're going to want to be able to use that on the new console. I'm holding out for the next Elite controller. I'm going yeah. to get the next one, I decide. Uh, I'm also excited that the uh, Adaptive controller, yeah, the Adaptive controller will be connectable. Because this, yeah. like, whatever uh, technology you have in the new uh, Series X controller, you don't need to put that in the Adaptive controller. Yeah. It's not important. Um The adaptive controller is I I I've always wanted to get one so I can mess around with it because I want to mm. see like what cool stuff you can do. But there's so much cool it's such a cool idea. Yeah. So basically, if you've never seen it before, it's this little piece right here. This it looks like friggin' bongo drums. Um This is like the main unit, and then in the back of it it has what looks like a bunch of uh headphone jack ports and above each one is the button that it presses so you can take these big buttons like this big red button this giant green button and you can yeah. plug them into whatever button you want so that's really cool I'm, I'm happy that this is what would you say forward compatible yeah yeah i'm very happy that this is forward compatible uh, and, and there's ways to hook this stuff up to freaking playstation and uh uh the nintendo switch as well um, you got to get some adapters and stuff, but still, yeah. this is this is a really cool thing. And I'm glad that they're going to continue to support something like this. And then, of course, you got their uh, cyberpunk and the 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 cool purple. Did you get this purple one? I got the purple. You damn right, I got it. So you'll be able to use it on my Series X because you're probably yes. not getting one.
0: <laughs> not not any not immediately. Nope.
1: Um. So there you go. Microsoft just uh,
0: coming in hot the the amount of shade in that tweet is is incredible. That, that was a direct response to uh yeah. to, and I like the
1: in case you missed it. Yeah. Like you never said it. <laughs> oh no, they, no, did, they, say they, did. they did say they it. They they did. They did, but you know, I think the, in case you needed us to say it again right yeah. now when it's relevant.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cuz like I think it might have just been something they said and then everyone's like, "Okay, that's cool." And then when, you know, the current leader in the console space says you can't do that here comes scrappy little Microsoft going, oh, but over here you can.
1: This is the exact same thing that happened in 2013 when when Microsoft came out and said that you can't play, no, that you can't share games, that there would be a DRM on the games. Yeah. And then Sony immediately made a video that was like, this is how you share games on PlayStation 4. And they literally just took the game, passed it over, and then that was the end of the video. This is the exact same situation.
0: It's the same situation, but I feel like that was much more impactful. Oh, yes, yes. Than this. Well, there's two Um, reasons
1: why, because it was about it was about sharing a video game, which is a much bigger deal. Yeah, it's a Uh, much
0: it's a it's a basic thing to just like share a game rather than it's kind of expected that like every new console generation um, that that comes with new accessories mm -hmm. like that's been ingrained into us. So it's not a big deal, but the fact that you can carry over what you have is a nice gesture. I guess you
1: could say. So it was also the fact that that was a video. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like kind of a bigger deal. Also, Mm -hmm. it was around E3 time uh, when all the news was happening at once. Yeah. And we're missing out on that right now because everything's being drip fed to us. Everything's Mm -hmm. spread out over the whole year. These announcements have been spread out. Um, But anyway, I think Microsoft is getting the messaging like real good. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Microsoft is uh, less of a disappointment I would say <laughs> so far some people didn't like the the last uh, announcement they had because Halo yeah. didn't look very good um, I'm a little disappointed in Microsoft's messaging like I wish that they would just make it a lot more clear because they did walk back a lot of things like on how uh, every game is going to come out for Xbox One and Series X yeah um, or be compatible with both um, they kind of walk that back a little bit, so I mm-hmm. wish that they would have the messaging a little more clear. Yeah, but they're kind of uh, they're. I, I feel like they're they're so far. People are liking what they're saying a lot more than what PlayStation's saying. Right. That's all we have for that, right?
0: Uh, f- yeah. I mean, the I have the that's the you know, beef. The spider- <laughs> the spider-man news which kind of ties into again the console yeah more, you want we, get... ha- we, we don't have to get into that right now all right let me take some super chats here because there's a couple right.
1: uh yeah. a- i think Streamlabs is broken because uh, i didn't get this one cheese cucumber with t- with the toonie i like your nintendo switch videos thanks dude thank you thank you so much uh... yeah i didn't get that one hmm, weird yeah it's not in mine either uh, Mecha Dragon 101 with $5. Nintendo New York C- City going to reopen this week, but they're going to require re- uh, reservations to get in now, sadly. Yeah, so we have that as a story, actually. Yeah. Uh,
0: But there you go. You just did the story. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Uh, I have Edgar Ruiz with $5. I really liked the video on Game Boy Mods. I went in the head and bought one. Oh, good. Nice. You. Uh, you should
1: check out this Saturday Uh. At Long Island Retro Uplink, we're going to be talking with the Game Changer mod guys. Yeah, uh, this Saturday. I don't know where go to freaking Long Island. Ret- just Google Long Island Retro Uplink. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to do one of these, like a Wolf Dead Live situation, on yes. Sunday.
0: Uh, Purple odd job just sent us five tunies. Uh, Shanghai Dragons and Overwatch League team lost forty-two games before winning one game. Thoughts? Sorry for interrupting the stream with this stupid tidbit.
1: <laughs> well, that is 5 loonies.
0: 5 yes. Uh sorry, I'm an ignorant American so Canadian money it might as well be monopoly money. Um I feel like the Shanghai Dragons, you know, really just haven't had a good year overall. They you know, I think their their first loss against the Tokyo drifters really set them back for an entire season. I
1: thought you were just going to vamp. Like, I just think they didn't have their head in the game, you know, around the, the first part of the match. They, they, they really showed that
0: I was trying to, but the problem was I was trying to also come up with funny team names as well. Right. 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 For their opponents. Right. Uh, so that's where, that's where I lost. Just
1: take any sports, like, like, uh, casting, like after they lose. Yeah, just replace it with their name.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I have no idea either. Um,
0: Anyway. All right.
1: Uh, All right. I guess guess we'll talk right about Spider-Man.
0: Yes. Okay. I'm going to move it. Uh, Spider-Man is coming to Square Enix's Avengers game, but only if you have a PlayStation 4. So this is another, like... This isn't isn't part of the next generation console war. This is part of the eh. current generation console war. Yeah.
1: But it's a a
0: part that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I
1: think it encompasses both. And also, uh, this might... This is kind of a knock... This is a knock at Square, but also a knock at Sony. Yeah. A lot of people are more mad at Square... Yeah. I think that there's definitely some licensing behind the scenes going on and that's there, why this is happening.
0: There definitely is. Um per the PlayStation blog, uh Jeff Adams, the associate art director of Crystal Dynamics, uh, actually wrote it. Earth's Mightiest Heroes are getting a helping hand from Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man in 2021. And Most of this blog post is just talking about how cool Spider-Man is.
1: Yeah, I I laughed because there's uh, comic book covers of Spider-Man. Like, we don't know who Spider-Man is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, the the meat of the article is all the way down at the bottom – uh, it's never been a better time to be a Spider fan. The team at Crystal Dynamics, along with our partners, are overjoyed that we get to be a part of this hero's gaming journey. We can't wait to add Spider-Man to your Marvel's Avengers roster in early 2021. And we and as we've promised before, he will be available at no additional cost to owners of the base game exclusively on PlayStation.
1: Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's a nice freebie. So Hawkeye costs money yes are you sure let me look that up Ah, you look that up i'm pretty sure he costs money the fact that spider-man doesn't cost money is great but in the tweet they say uh offers in early details on its own unique take on the post-launch hero so it's not the uh Insomniac, Insomniac, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, no,
0: it's- yeah. It, it's a Spider-Man tailor-made to this specific game, much like how you know Hawkeye is tailor-made to this specific game. That's disappointing. Yeah. That it's... it's. Uh, it would have been great if this
1: Avengers game was kind of like the gaming cinematic universe. That would have been really cool.
0: I, it must be weird because that, cause Spider-Man was made by Sony and Insomniac. This is made by a completely separate company. This is made by Crystal Dynamics. And it's going to appear on multiple platforms yeah it's almost like the movies (laughs) well no because the movies are all made by disney except for spider-man which is that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm
1: talking about So yeah, I mean, everybody wanted the Spider-Man to be like from the game, or or at least incorporate somehow, so that you can get this Avengers game to be its own universe.
0: Oh no! All post here, all post-launch heroes, including Hawkeye, are free. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm not having it with this game. (laughs) Like it's looking better and better but i'm i'm i think it's not gonna be great i'm not Uh, having it
0: apparently uh review sites and people are posting their reactions to the beta which isn't public yet they like they got their early hands on it and every thing i read is mostly just like it's fine (laughs) like that's it they really don't have anything too much to say about it. Like okay. there's good parts about it. There's bad parts about I think it.
1: Polygon had an article that said this is the superhero RPG I've been wanting.
0: Yeah, and then Kotaku said, like it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Um so but the but the big thing is that if you play the game on Xbox or PC, you ain't getting the most popular hero.
2: You yes. you ain't get
0: you ain't getting yes. Spider-Man. Too bad. Um and I think what a lot of people are upset about and the reason why this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially to me, is that Spider-Man appears in Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, mm-hmm. which came out a year after you know Insomniac's game, and he appears in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which came out before the Insomniac game. So and so those games do not are not exclusive to Sony platforms. In fact, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is a Nintendo exclusive. So. Uh- so i think that with marvel ultimate alliance i think that was
1: a deal that was in the works well before the insomniac deal yeah or at least uh, you know like that like that was able to happen because they they secured that well in advance right um and marvel like gave them a pass you know um or i don't know but uh I think that this is a hundred percent some weird licensing issue.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. And I know. Like, part of the reason why Sony got the exclusive console rights to Spider-Man is because of the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was part of like the deal to get Spider-Man in the MCU. Like, in addition to letting them do movies like Morbius and Venom and things like that, Sony wanted like control of his video game rights. That's super smart. But it seems like that was just for solo adventures. Because he was appearing in...
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I think that he got grandfathered in with Ultimate Alliance. Because that, all, that had to have been in development for a long time. It must
0: have been. But... uh, w- w- there. It just... It, it sucks that this is still a thing. Console exclusive DLC. Because what it basically says is people who own Xbox and PC versions of the game are not getting the full game. I They're think that they, a, a significant portion of it. They should have led with the fact that it's a free DLC because they should have.
1: yeah, all Twitter was blowing up with people saying that this is a greedy, money hungry move by Sony. Yeah, uh, but it's free, so like <laughs> that part, or or it's a money hungry move by Crystal Dynamics. Um, I,
0: I well, Square in a sense where, that I'm sure Sony like. Had paid something in order for this to happen, it must have, because uh, that's the only way. Like deals like this, the reason why they go down is because the console maker like puts in a large sum of money to the game developer to get some exclusives, right?
1: You know, I just genuinely think that they just aren't able to put Spider
0: Man on the other consoles. I don't. I so I didn't put this in the keep because I didn't find it until it was especially because it's free, but um. What the hell is his name? Uh, Crystal Dynamics co-head Scott Amos. based Kind of answered why. (laughs) (laughs) He says, So the beauty of Spider-Man and what Spider-Man represents as a character and as a world is, again, it comes back to the relationship with PlayStation and Marvel. We happen to be, once you can execute and deliver, when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be, that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to that, as you guys know, with Sony's ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform. And so we and so what we do as creators is this is an opportunity that we can make something unique and fun and awesome that we all you, you just talk about Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> is he and hate- and, and and to be able to have that experience so we love the idea of being able to bring the character to Playstation players but I really do think people will look at this and say yeah okay we get that we can understand the business being that the business behind that but in, general we're, but in general we're making this game for everybody that doesn't make any sense I, I yeah And when you say we're making this game for everybody, but not everybody can play everyone's favorite character, right? Guillermo
1: in the chat here says, "I mean, Bob, it can be a free content and be money a money hungry move." Yeah, it's money hungry in the fact that Sony is locked to PlayStation console. I think I genuinely think they just wanted Spider Man, and they were like the only way we could do it is only have it on PlayStation. But it is also possible that PlayStation was like, "Here's a bunch of money, make us an exclusive hero," yeah, because they do, because that's a thing. Like they do that with Destiny. Destiny was uh, PlayStation was the console that Destiny One launched on, or like, yeah. it, like Destiny One launched on both on both consoles,
0: Xbox and PlayStation. But De- uh, PlayStation was like, "Here's a bunch of money, give us exclusive DLC." Sony did that a lot this generation. I think Microsoft only did it for Tomb Raider. Microsoft did it for the previous generation.
1: Yes. They had a bunch of like like call of call duty, duty all, all that yeah. stuff uh yeah. the dlc launched first on xbox mm-hmm. uh in destiny certain guns were locked behind playstation only yeah um so it's possible both could have happened i personally if i had to guess would just say that there's a licensing issue I I think that, that uh, most of the evidence goes
0: towards the fact that there's probably just a licensing issue. It's just a shame that it had to it like this is still happening and that it's happening with a character like Spider-Man because there's oh, characters, Spider-Man is the most popular. Like that's that's a fact. You know, the mm-hmm. Spider-Man is the most popular Marvel character. So there's a big chance that people who buy this game are Spider-Man fans, but now you're basically saying that a big portion of your audience is not going to be able to play as Spider-Man, their favorite character, unless they play it on Sony console. So Spider-Man has
1: been Marvel's most popular character since like his inception, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, at the peak of Avengers hype,
0: if he wasn't anymore. Well. From what I remember, at the peak of Avengers hype, what happened was Spider-Man was still like right up there in terms of this is all in terms of like merchandise sales and overall like general like fan loyalty and whatnot. But Spider-Man was still up there. But what was creeping up wasn't the individual Avengers. It was Avengers as a whole. Right, right, right. So what that means to me is that those characters to most people are not interesting unless they're together. Right, right. So that's I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So <laughs> they are not interesting unless they're together. I mean, there are good Captain America stories, there are good Iron Man stories, and whatnot, but as a whole, like people only seem to care when they're a unit. Not I get, when I get
1: hyped when another character shows up in a solo movie. Right. You know?
0: But what when I'm when I'm saying so an Avengers game on its own would probably be fine, uh, but you throw Spider Man in there and that, that just takes it to the whole another level. Mm-hmm. Because you got like a group of popular characters who are only popular when they are together, and you got one popular character who's popular no matter what, and that that can just that just puts it over the edge. That's why it was such a big deal for Spider-Man to appear in Civil War. Right, right.
1: So, uh, <laughs> Marvel's got to do something with Spider-Man. They gotta they gotta really figure this out. Maybe buy, Disney should just buy Sony.
0: <laughs> no, because that's that's bad in general. Um, yeah, no, they they do have to figure something out with that character because it's, Cause it's their most popular
1: character and they were just like, here you go, Sony, do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, they messed up in the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most most of the comics messed up in the '90s. Hmm. But I guess this is like the equivalent of if this was if this was the Justice League, for example. Uh, but you can only play as Batman on the PlayStation version. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And I think what it sucks even more, not that this would have done anything, but a lot of people were saying like, oh, does this mean that you can play as the X-Men on the Xbox version? And Crystal Lambeck basically said, Spider-Man is the only console-exclusive character that there's going to be, and we have no plans for any more console-exclusive characters. Wow, okay. Yeah. So but that's it. <laughs>
1: their favorite Sony I guess. Yeah. Um I saw people saying that they should do like what Soul Calibur did and have a new have a different uh yeah, hero for each console.
0: Uh but that's apparently not going to happen. Yeah. I mean I don't think that's a thing anymore either because there's just too much money to be had for like throwing, you know, getting exclusives on one platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right. So I don't I mean
1: I, I I'm very interested to see what the hell Spider Man's gonna look like. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's it,
0: it, judging by their style, it's not gonna. Um, I feel like it's not gonna be great. Uh, yeah. They, sh- they. I mean, I know they said it's not gonna be the same as the Insomniac game, but maybe just do that. <laughs> <laughs> just freaking copy it. Yeah. YouTube I'm doesn't try- have a way to show just the the super chats anymore. They no? used to. No. I'm just looking up because I'm curious because I keep thinking like Ultimate Alliance is a Nintendo game but that has Spider-Man in it and Spider-Man in that game is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal who also does the voice on the PS4 game mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to see if he also does the voice for Spider-Man nope someone else does it okay never mind <laughs> alright we got a super chat from Demolition Man 5 with five, with
1: $2 Xbox also stated DualShock 4 will work for xCloud <laughs> Yes, that, that, they did say that. <laughs> yeah, DualShock 4 just connects with the phone easily.
0: Yeah, and uh, and PCs as well. It does? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, can connect, you can connect a DualShock 4 to a PC. Um, you just need DS4, right, or something like that? I think you might need a driver. I know. I think you can also do it wirelessly. Mm-hmm. You, to can connect to Mac 4. you can use a DualShock 4 on iOS devices, including Apple TV. So if xCloud ever comes to that, and yeah, you can use the Oh, we don't have it as a story, but
1: XCloud just got removed or stopped working for iOS.
0: Like the preview, really?
1: the XCloud preview stopped working for iOS. Interesting. Um, and it was supposed to end on September 11th. Yeah. Uh, but it ended now. So, interesting. People were saying that doesn't look too good for XCloud yeah. on iOS, but I just think it just could be anything.
0: I mean, that was still a beta.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it could be any reason it could have stopped working for any yeah. reason. Um anyway, guys, if you if you see a super chat that doesn't show up underneath us, just spam it in the chat that we yeah. need to pay attention to it. Give it a it, it'll probably take like a minute to sh- actually show up, but uh mm-hmm. if it gets skipped over, you got to call it out. Um Anyway, well tell me about why uh playstation 5s aren't sony's ready for playstation 5 tvs are not in fact ready for playstation 5 this is this interests me
0: okay um well just to summarize and then i'll read the article because these next generation systems specifically the ps5 because that's what we're talking about because they can do crazy crap like 4k at 120 frames per second and a lot of TVs currently, probably the ones you own, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, TV manufacturers are now, like, they're going to start putting out, you know, TVs that can support 4K at, you know, 120 frames per second. But apparently, Which is a lot. That's, that's, that's a, a lot. That's ridiculous. Stuff. You yeah. do not need that. Right. Um, but apparently, uh, the TVs that Sony are making, or at least the ones that they're licensing to, not exactly true. So, so. so-
1: I know that these next generation consoles are going to be best played on a gaming monitor. Yes. There's no way. Like, a TV does not need to be 120 hertz. No. You're not watching TV shows at 120 hertz.
0: Pe- people will, like, yell, like, oh, but sports, it's for sports. Like,
1: what is, that, what is the highest frame rate that sports are being broadcast at?
0: I honestly don't know. <laughs> are, are they even being broadcast at 60? at most didn't they just start broadcasting 4k like very recently it, and it technically wasn't even the super bowl i think was supposed to be in 4k but it was 2k upscaled that is garbage yeah <laughs> all right you read i'm gonna look up uh what what refresh rate sports are okay Uh, The next generation is just a few months away with Sony and Microsoft both planning to launch their respective new consoles, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X this holiday. Both companies have equipped their consoles with next generation video features such as as support for gaming at 4K resolution at 120 frames per second. That requires HDMI 2.1, a technology that is just starting to make its way into modern televisions. As with MET... As with any new console generation, there's a lot of potentially unfamiliar tech jargon associated with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, such as variable refresh rate, VRR, and auto low latency mode, A-L-L-M. It's already pissing me off. It's (laughs) it's creating a confusing landscape for anybody looking to future-proof their living room by buying a new TV for the next generation consoles last week sony came out with a new label for tvs that are that are described sorry last week sony came out with a new label for tvs that describes two of its 2020 models as ready for playstation 5. the branding which results from a partnership between the company's electronics and gaming divisions is meant to make it easier for consumers to select the optimum TV in preparation for the highly anticipated launch of the PlayStation 5, Sony said in in a news release. That sounds promising. Anything that could alleviate the pain of researching TVs and clear up alphabet soup of initialisms for their features would be helpful. Sadly, that's not what's happening here. Ready for PlayStation 5 is merely a marketing tagline. Nothing more than an attempt by Sony to hawk its own TVs. In fairness, a tagline is exactly how Sony describes Ready for PlayStation 5. The company isn't trying to pretend like the line is something it's not, but it's a huge missed opportunity. Let so, me just take a drink. So, so what exactly does Ready for PlayStation 5 mean? It sounds like it doesn't mean anything. Well, that's actually what the next section of the article is. What does Sony <laughs> TV's Ready for PlayStation 5 um sony's first two quote unquote playstation 5 ready tvs are the x900h and the z8h both of which are led tvs that can display 4k 120 content or will be able to eventually anyway the x900h is a 4k tv that starts at a thousand dollars for the 55 inch model while the z8h is an 8k tv with the cheapest option being 75 inches and an eye-watering six thousand dollars. Both TVs set while both TV sets are now available for purchase. The X900H does not yet support 4K 20 inputs or what? any other HDMI 2.1 features. What? that will come that will come at some point in the future with a firmware update. Asked if the update will be available by the time the PlayStation 5 launches, a Sony representative told Polygon that the company could not comment on timing. So wait, on the website, wait, is this
1: a pre-order or is this, can I buy it? You can buy it. Okay, so on the website, one of the bullet points is HDMI 2.1. Get the most out of your next-gen gaming console with the latest HDMI 2.1 standards featuring ALLM, VRR, and 4K at 120 frames per second for reduced input lag, increased frame rate, and ultra-smooth... Motion. So that's just a
0: lie. It just doesn't do that. It's uh, apparently it, uh, it needs a firmware update to do that.
1: But it the, the firmware update doesn't exist. So when I get yeah. this thing, it will not do this. <laughs> it will not do that. So
0: this is a lie. They're that selling a, a lie. lie. Yes. Yes. What
1: the hell, dude? You can't do that. Uh, I, I'm particularly salty about this because my freaking Acer Predator monitor is like the best monitor I've ever used. Yeah. And the stupid HDMI port is HDMI 1.4. Yeah. So it doesn't do 4K out of the HDMI port. But it does 4K for out of the display port. So it's a yeah. 4K monitor that can't do 4K HDMI. So my yep. freaking Xbox One X is useless on this awesome monitor. And that's what pisses me
0: off about them saying that it's HDMI 2.1 when it's not. For what it's worth, the article continues, for what it's worth... Uh, The Z8H only supports 4K 120 content out of one of its four HDMI inputs. That means you won't be able to hook up a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X to the TV simultaneously and experience 4K 120 gaming content on both consoles. Both TVs will eventually offer gaming-oriented HDMI 2.1 features in in addition to the usual game mode, but the level of support is inconsistent. The upcoming X900H firmware update will add support for 4K 120 content, VRR, and ALLM to the to the TV, along with enhanced audio return channel, or or EARC. Um, this is all I'm dying over here reading all these. We acronyms. don't need acronyms. It's it's the only way to f- just go. Bridge, bridge, bridge. All right, the more expensive TV already supports 4K t- 120 content. And advanced audio return channel, as well as 8K content at up to 60 frames per second, wow. but it does not offer uh, variable refresh rate or them, A L L M, arguably the two most important items on the list for gamers. For more yep. information on what HDMI 2.1 offers, um, read the explainer. Variable refresh rate is a PlayStation 5 feature, is it not? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I believe it is. <laughs> so these
1: freaking t- these are the only two TVs that are ready for PlayStation 5 that do not have all of the features that the PlayStation 5 supports.
0: I, I read somewhere that Vizio actually has a TV coming out that, that is PlayStation 5 ready, but they're, but it's not labeled as such. Okay. like It can do all the things that Sony is saying it does, and it's also pretty expensive. If, if you want your console to, if you want your, your, your display
1: to do everything that this console is able to do, you don't want a TV. You
0: want a gaming monitor. We asked Sony if it could provide a checklist of gaming-oriented features that a TV must support in order to qualify for ready for PlayStation 5. The company did not. Instead, (laughs) a spokesperson told Polygon that Sony put the tag on the two models because they are capable of displaying 4K, 100 frames per second, and 8K gameplay images from the PlayStation 5 and noted that only the z8h supports 8k content the sony rep also highlighted some tv features that aren't specifically geared toward gaming pointing to the color and contrast delivered by the x1 family of image processors and the sound that comes directly from the tv screen sound that comes directly from the tv screen i want to say that again because that sounds weird (laughs) these technologies make you know
1: speakers
0: yeah Well, I have seen, apparently, because, you know, TVs are getting so thin, they have no place to put the speakers. Some manufacturers are putting the speakers in the screen. That's insane. The technologies that make Sony's televisions truly ready for PlayStation 5 uh, said, the technologies make Sony's TVs truly ready for PlayStation 5, said the spokesperson. These technologies, in parentheses, it says, these technologies don't have anything to do with gaming performance. All right. Uh, we we get it. These these monitors these
1: TVs are not actually PlayStation Five ready. Yeah, it sounds like TVs aren't going to have all of the specs to handle everything that a Series X and a PlayStation Five can do. It sounds mm-hmm. like they're not going to be ready for that for a very very long time. Yeah, possibly. I, I I don't want to say possibly never, but uh, it it might be like it's going to be years because yeah. We don't need... Broadcast television doesn't need any of this spec. This is all right. just for gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I found an article from CNET that says uh, the truth about uh, 4K TV refresh rates. Uh, this is from May 2019, so a year ago. TVs four K Today's 4K TVs are all marked with motion, action, and clear numbers from 60 to 240, I guess, hertz, and higher. They're mostly made up... <laughs> here's the real story i'm gonna to skip to right here higher refresh rate claims with numbers like 12240 and higher are common but not always accurate in fact again this is of may 2019 uh in fact no matter what number you see listed with a 4k tv no 4k tv has a native panel refresh rate higher than 120 hertz As we'll explain, though a number higher than 120 doesn't necessarily mean the claim is false. Uh, Here's the basics. Refresh rate is the number of times per second written in hertz. Uh, A TV refreshes the image, so the frame rate. Uh, Movies are are almost always filmed at 24 frames per second, or 24 hertz. Live TV shows are 30 or 60 hertz. Uh, most TVs refresh at 60, some higher end models at 120, some older 1080p LCD TVs refresh at 240 Hertz. I believe the series X said that it could do 1080 at 240. Yes. Can can you, uh, can you uh, confirm that for me? Yeah. The point of a higher refresh rate is to reduce the motion blur inherent in all TV, in all current TV technologies. Motion blur is the softening of the image when an object or an entire screen is in motion. Uh, TV manufacturers use multiple technologies in addition to refresh rate to come up with an effective refresh rate. Effective refresh rate means the TV refreshes its image at a lower rate, but might appear to have similar motion results as a TV with an actual higher refresh rate.
0: So it's them gaming the system a little bit. So it says that the Series X can support up to 120 frames per second. But I'm not seeing like the resolution it can do it as. I think it's 4K, 120 at 4K. That's yeah. that's what they
1: said. Yeah, we talked about this on the show once when uh, right when the specs were released. Yeah, that's when we were because t- we were trying to figure out what type of HDMI version they were going to have and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sports. Sp- there's no sports. I just want to know what freaking shows are what, what broadcast Try- television. The spec all everything that i when I looked it up before, ev- all the articles were saying that high refresh rates are better for sports, but nowhere told me what sports are actually broadcast at because I suspect they're just thirty frames a second or sixty at most sixty because I've seen it look I've seen it look a little different. I've seen football look a little different.
0: I think nowadays, because when everything switched over to HD, for the most part, things are broadcast in twenty-four or like twenty-three point nine eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but oh here we go. God damn uh, what, it, Tyler says uh, ESPN is sixty. Uh f- NFL Uh what video quality are the games viewable in? Thirty frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So yeah. So we don't need 120 hertz in a TV. The only reason for that is for gaming consoles. Yeah, and uh, it, I feel like this next generation gonna see a lot of gaming monitors out
0: there. It's and it sucks because it, part of the appeal of game of gaming consoles, which you just plug it into your TV and that's it. But now you know with all these other things you know it's there's a good chance that the tv you own right now doesn't have everything you need to get the most out of these systems and, and no i i think that it's
1: safe to say 100% certain that the tv you have right now does not have all of the features to do everything that a playstation 5 yeah. and an xbox series so x has to offer
0: further down in the in the polygon article it says these are the most obvious must-haves for like a tv for the next generation 4k at 20 obviously uh, variable refresh rate uh, for gaming without stuttering or screen tearing, that's that's a big deal because if you see stuttering or screen tearing, you're gonna think the game is broken when it might just be your TV. That's um,
1: V-Sync and GSync for you PC nerds.
0: Yeah, um, ALLM to ensure uh, responsive gaming. Lag is a is a big problem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like if if a game lags, that like, that's that's gonna ruin your day. And uh, enhanced audio return channel. Uh, The Xbox Series X won't have an optical out port. um, So the HDMI will be the only way to output surround sound from the console. We don't know yet about the PlayStation 5. I don't really see a problem with that. I don't either, but I know people do still use optical out as like their main audio uh, source for like their surround sound system. I know it's like on its way out in favor of... um, advanced audio return on hdmi um but a lot of people a lot of headphones even still use well people well i know
1: that like the turtle beach headsets some of them use the optical yeah um but i mean if you're gonna have like a surround sound system you usually have that coming out of the tv
0: right but some people also like plug their console directly into the surround sound system
1: yeah but that's they just shouldn't do that yeah that just shouldn't be how it works because then if you have multiple consoles you're screwed
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so i mean (laughs) these next-gen consoles are way more advanced than we need right now yeah uh i'm gonna have to make a video on uh what monitors to get with them and that's gonna be hell that's gonna be a hell of a video to freaking put together because I mean, I've done that before. I did it with the Series X and stuff. I did a video. Nobody yeah, watched yeah. the freaking video. Um, you Half the time, you can't even tell the difference between yeah. the, the different features. Like, I still don't think HDR is a thing that exists. <laughs> I still have not, with my own eyeballs, seen a difference between HDR and not and on and on. Yeah. So,
0: I don't know. And there's like a thousand different versions of HDR. Yeah. Not to mention, too... You know, we learned this, this generation, the HDMI cable that you use has to be able to transmit all this data, you know, and for the longest time, HDMI cables only handled like, you know, a certain amount of gigs per second. This generation, you had to get ones, I don't even remember, I think it was like 18 gigs a second. They need to be... And next gen for these TVs, it's going to have to be you know a higher rated HDMI cable. So, so the cable you use like is going to be important. Well, there's regular
1: HDMI and then there's high speed HDMI. Right. And high speed is for 4K. am no, sorry. Regular HDMI can support 4K up to 30 frames per second, which is yeah. not acceptable. Right. Uh, high speed can support. Uh, So that's the thing. I I think you can still just use high speed for
0: the new consoles. Right. I think. I don't know how. Oh, no, wait. All right. No, here it is. Yeah. HDMI 2.0. Those cables um, have to be 18 gigabytes a second, and that will allow for 4K at 60.
1: Okay. So you need an HDMI 2.1 cable. Yes. Which will be called something else, not high speed. I think it's ultra high speed. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Ultra high speed. Yeah. And it's like. So if you want think- 4K at 120 or if you want 8K at 60, yeah. you're
0: going to need an you know, ultra high speed cable. Uh, and they don't sell a lot of them. They're expensive. Uh, I'm looking on Amazon. Yeah. A Belkin ultra high speed uh, six feet is 35 dollars
1: six feet damn i wonder if they have uh yeah length requirements 48 gigs a second oh i see a i see one for 24 dollars uh 10 feet that's pretty reasonable six feet 20 dollars but who knows who this is like you know some random off
0: brand exactly
1: uh, but that's the thing with cables you don't you don't want to go you don't always got to go for the name brand.
0: You don't have to always go for name brand, but you don't want to go too cheap either.
1: True. Uh, so get ready, guys. This next gen is gonna be a horror show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you just want to play the freaking new games on your 4K TV, you'll be fine. Yes. I would suggest you make sure that it's a that it, it's at least 60 frames per second though in 4K <laughs> because you'll want that that you'll want forget 120 frames you might not need that and forget 8k you're never gonna even see that in a game for a while
0: you're not gonna see that till the PlayStation 7 I guarantee it
1: Uh, so you'll still have a good time if you get one of these consoles Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know subscribe here if you wanna (laughs) see all the nitty gritty of the stupid things you could do with your monitor with this new stuff yeah anyway uh beast bro in the chest says i wonder how the controllers taste <laughs> uh we got everybody was spamming in the chat that Scootish gave us five dollars and said this is my first super chat congratulations Scootish. thanks for yeah uh, thank you thank for you for spending you
0: for wasting your money
1: thanks for letting us break your virginity also uh yeah. if it's sh- you gotta wait a minute for it to show up in the bottom And if it doesn't, if it gets, like, skipped over, then spam in the chat that something happened. Uh, And don't just write the same thing over and over again because you're going to fill up the chat. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see it. Anyway, um, Maria Maria with two Ruples. New, Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) I'm going to ban that word. Uh, $2, John Enquist. uh, Oh, boy, a monitor video. I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) I don't like this person. Uh, Dylan Pierce with $10. How much do I have to pay you to play Pikmin 3 and Bravely Default 2, Bob? Or you, Will, since you usually end up knowing more than Bob about video games during this podcast. Love you both.
0: It's about most things, really. I mean, Pikmin, Pikmin, we have it later in the video, but Pikmin is coming to the Switch, so... I might just it I almost
1: try. tweeted I do not care about Pikmin. I care so little about Pikmin that I missed the news about it until
0: like way so, later. I I don't know if you remember my eyes I just went I right don't... through it when I was looking for articles. I don't care about Borderlands 3 when I said that people let me know what a what an asshole I am <laughs> that's the thing is that I don't want people thinking I'm crapping all over their
1: thing yeah. but then I watched the, we'll talk about it yeah. uh, Nathan Prime no Nintendo Prime damn it I know who that. I've been on their podcast with $2 <laughs> I hate fanboy wars but I legit
0: love console wars thanks for the $2 yeah
2: um,
0: there could be something fun about console wars I mean it could be both yeah but unfortunately it turns into a fanboy war eventually yeah
1: um I'm kind of terrified of November.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going it's going to be a it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be wild.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: uh what do we get to talk about now, Will? Uh I real quick, we'll just do this. Uh Hello the Master Chief collection is getting PC and Xbox crossplay. Um So yeah, Halo 3 uh is coming to PC. It's going to it's going to get like audio enhancements and things like that. Uh, Halo 3 hit registration inf- institution I don't know what that is basically the big deal is uh, Halo the Master Chief collection is finally going to get crossplay between the PC version and the Xbox version so now you can play against your friends on a, on a different system why are they showing me audio boards I think you can now like adjust the audio in Halo 3 to like insane levels they gotta stop <laughs> yeah. I got to stop
1: with this. Crossplay is cool. Yeah, on PC is cool. That's all cool. I'm, I'm cool surprised
0: this wasn't integrated in the beginning, but at the same time, they had a very weird rollout for the Master Chief Collection on PC. They did it a game at a time. We didn't... We should also talk
1: about this, though. Um, Halo Twitter. Because this happened. Uh, Halo... Their Twitter announced that the multiplayer for Halo Infinite will be free to play.
0: Oh, yeah. I sh- why didn't I pick that instead? Halo is for
1: everyone. We can confirm Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. More details will be shared. This leaves so many questions. Yeah. Like, for example, why is DiGiorno tweeting, you delivered? <laughs> No, so 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X, does that mean it will
0: be 120 frames on PC? Does that mean it'll, well, no, it won't be 120 frames on Xbox One. No. Does Does, does that mean that people will be at a disadvantage? Correct. Does it mean that it will be free to play on PC? Does that mean it will be free to play on on Xbox One? Because right now it's just for Series X. True. I have so many questions. And And that this is what I hate about Xbox's
1: messaging for this console generation. There's There's too much nuance and all they got a lot of services going on, but just we need we need like a blanket,
0: everything's gonna be meep, and that's it. And what does this mean for the single player campaign? Is it gonna be cheaper? Is it gonna be, you know how are they going to subsidize this basically if it's it's free to play it, it could end up being like a
1: warzone situation yeah which we could also talk about later we have so much to talk about today yeah um where where warzone is like a standalone free to play version of the main game right. maybe certain game well they said the multiplayer will be free to play so does that mean i guess that means all of the multiplayer
0: yeah i remember uh for halo 5 the big thing they did there Was there were all the DLC for the game was going to be free Mm -hmm. and they would sell like cosmetic packs and things like that in order to, you know, generate revenue for it rather than uh, charging you for map packs and things like that. So I this sounds like the next evolution of that. Right. Where they just make the multiplayer itself free and they'll probably sell like cosmetics and things like that. It sounds and, like and a single-player campaign separately.
1: Free-to-play is the way to go if you want uh, a long-lasting multiplayer today. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think that we that's proving to be a really good model. Um, mm-hmm. When free-to-play like really took off in popularity, it hurt a lot of games because uh, you have because every game you because you only make money if your game is the game. If your game is the game that everybody's playing, like Fortnite or PUBG, and if it's not the game, if it's like a side game, you're making no money. Yeah, Um, But this is Halo, so uh, they know we're going to be the game, at least for a little bit. Um, There's a lot of rumors that this is going to be a battle royale, but they straight up said it's not. But they've also gone back on their word a couple times already. Yeah,
0: I can see them adding a Battle Royale mode, because they added a a Horde mode when Mm -hmm. that was the the popular multiplayer thing with, uh, I think it's called Firefight Mm. or whatever. So they can add a Battle Royale mode, but it won't be just a Battle Royale game. Right.
1: So I don't, all I have are questions about everything that's going on with Halo right now. Why do things keep disconnecting on my freaking computer? I don't know. Um oh there goes my webcam again. anyway, uh so that's it for Halo. Yeah, we got some more super chats hype them G yes. with ten dollars. It would be cool if streaming services from Microsoft be on the switch and whether whatever Phil Spencer answer is I am not buying any of his stingy answers like it is not going to happen and confirmed it will not happen soon. Uh, we talked about that before how X Cloud
0: yeah. is not coming to the switch um maybe eventually yeah we'll Ninten- see how it does on the systems it's going to come out for now nintendo's not doing much right now yeah i'm very scared for nintendo
1: i mean nintendo's always going to be fine but yeah i'm i'm we need something and pikmin's not going to be it yeah <laughs> uh sarah anderson with 20 loonies a few loonies for your thoughts craziness and awesome work you guys do uh hoping the little one and wifey it is doing great will
0: uh the little one has been crying this entire podcast we i can't hear anything (laughs) and my poor wife is stuck with her right now so hopefully she shut that little girl up
1: (laughs) i haven't been able to hear anything good thank you sarah um Okay, now we can talk about Pikmin. Yes,
0: Bob's favorite game.
1: Oh, no, we got to talk about xCloud coming to Game Pass September 15th.
0: Yes, uh, so there's an official... Oh, we knew about date. this. Have we talked about this? Well, we talked about xCloud is going to be integrated into Game Pass. Right. But now we have a date, okay. and it's September 15th for Android. Oh, they have a uh, video. Microsoft will launch its gaming streaming service known as Project X Cloud, on September 15th exclusively on Android devices. Project xCloud will be bundled as part of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription priced at $15 a month uh, with the promise of more than 100 games available on Android tablets and phones. Game streaming will be limited initially to Android, iPhone, and iPad users will have to wait. Before we continue... Um, I just I was reading something, you know, just two minutes ago, and it's it reminded me that uh Apple has been very strange with streaming services and games. Stadia only has a management app available on iOS right now. You can't play games, and Steam was like taken off the Apple store the App Store for a long time because they wanted to integrate uh game streaming and Apple wouldn't let them. Oh, that so that could be why it's that not, could be why uh, why it was cut off on iOS. Yeah, uh, they continue. Uh, it is our ambition to scale cloud gaming through Xbox Game Pass available on all devices, but we have nothing further to share at this time regarding iOS. Uh, Microsoft the told the Verge, "The lack of iOS support at launch will be disappointing to iPhone and iPad owners." uh but not exactly surprising while microsoft has been testing xcloud on ios the company previously revealed its testing was limited to apple's app store policies oh there you go yeah i have
1: an idea let's hear it i'm going to hack my old switch to have android on it it's gonna happen i'm gonna do it okay but now this means that I'm going to be able to play Xbox games on my Nintendo Switch.
0: Oh, there you go. So I got to do it before then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it says, this article goes on to say, uh, Google Stadia is not available on, I- on iPhones or iPads. Valve's Steam Link app took nearly a year for Apple to approve, even though it primarily streams games from your home PC. Apple has also faced questions of it over... Of over its 30% cut of in-app purchases and strict app store policies from the House Judiciary's Committee recently as part of a tech antitrust hearing. Ah, uh, we get it. We get it. Microsoft is now pushing ahead with XCloud uh, launch on September 15th, regardless. Although it appears the company is referring to it as cloud game as the cloud gaming feature of Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. So it doesn't sound like it's gonna have a name, it's just gonna be cloud gaming feature of game pass. Right. That that makes sense. Yeah. It's going to launch in 22 countries, including All Austria, right. Belgium. Good. We get it. We get it. Canada and it's, the US. It's, it's
1: coming to... Yeah. It's coming September
0: 15th. Right. Um, uh, so... And there's going to be 100 plus games available. And Microsoft has partnered with Razer, Powerway, 8BitDo, and Nakon to create accessories and controllers that are ready for xCloud.
1: So, uh, previously, we saw the uh, 8 do controller. Yeah. Uh, and we said this had a release date uh, September 21st and they said uh, that is unrelated to Microsoft's xCloud launch Uh, Mm -hmm. apparently it's going to be this is going to launch after xCloud it's going to launch a few days later it's uh, September 21st instead of uh, 15th yeah they probably took a guess when xCloud was going to (laughs) launch so this is cool I'm excited to try this it won't be on the switch but it'll be on my hacked switch if I can do it right yep or
0: you can get, uh, looks like Razer, I think my wife just got bit by my baby. <laughs> um, it looks like Razer is selling a a shell for your phone that basically just turns it into a Switch.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah we've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Power A also has a little thing. That looks terrible. I don't like that at all. Oh, some, yeah. the MOGA the the controller? controller? Yeah, we, yeah, I used to have one of these. Yeah. Um 70 bucks. Get out of here, dude. For that little cheap-looking thing? But it comes with a clip. I know. Ooh, ah. Ooh. Wow. All right. Uh now we can talk about Pikmin, right? Yeah, sure. Uh hey, guess what? Pikmin's come- Pikmin deluxe is coming Pikmin 3 Deluxe is coming to the Switch yes. on
0: 3010. <laughs> that's october 20th october 30th if you're american they couldn't do it and you don't know the difference between 30 and 20 they couldn't do uh
1: halloween oh it's a friday yeah so the 30th is a friday uh don't play the audio please uh so <laughs> this is a game that was out on the wii already yeah so they're just making the deluxe version uh, yeah
0: it, it will include all available dlc and uh all new prologue and epilogue uh for the game People wanted this. Yes. People have been talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're not talking about Pikmin 4, but uh, they're talking about Pikmin 3. Well, because, again, they want to get you know all the Wii U games onto the Switch because more people own and play Switches than they did the Wii U. So let's cross the- another one off the list.
1: I have zero interest in playing this. Even after watching the trailer, it just doesn't look interesting to me at all. I'm not it's about just, it.
0: it's never been a game that appealed to us. Yeah, I do why? know for the Wii U, they eventually added in touchscreen controls, and that apparently makes the game a thousand times easier to play. So, what are they going to do here? I'm hoping, they should add touchscreen controls. You could play it as a tablet. In tablet mode. Then I can't freaking stream it. No, but that, that sounds like a you
1: problem. <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, uh, nothing about this makes me want to play it. Um, why did we not like the first one so much?
0: I think just because we thought it was going to be something that it wasn't. We thought it was going to be like a more like platformy type game, but it was a more of a real time strategy game and like yeah, a yeah. management sim. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh,
1: I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm happy that Pikmin fans get to play this. I'm happy that people who don't have a Wii U get to play this if they want. Uh, I'm not gonna play it yeah um, i'm i was thinking like so a lot of times when games like this come out i stream it just to see if i could get into it uh i i'm telling you right now i can't i don't think i can do it and that's the end of that yeah <laughs> uh sorry if you wanted to hear me talk about pikmin 3
0: yep that's really all we I'm got. i'm happy on it. for you though
1: uh Shand in the chat says it might work like Captain Toad with the Joy-Con pointer controls. Possible. It's possible. Maybe. Pick uh Captain Toad is awesome. I love yeah. Captain Toad. Mm-hmm. Wii U version had three ways to play, so it's possible this may be a step back in that section. says disc mm. cart. Uh Elise says people are upset because Nintendo took the digital game and DLC off of the Wii U game store. Oh, that's dumb. That's interesting. That's stupid that they would do that. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. Uh well, I mean, the more games the better, I guess, but Nintendo's got to come up with something a little better than having a then porting over a Wii U game. We need yeah. a, we need a freaking some actual announcements for what's happening this year. Cuz again, that's the next game Nintendo has being released. Yeah. <sighs> if you don't count Baku yeah uh hey will have you heard about fall guys oh yeah uh f- you're playing it <laughs> dude it is awesome yeah it's so good wood beat 'em ups hates it <laughs> <laughs> i freaking love it. you got to play
0: at least a round i'll just i'll to try get to get i'll it. try to get some in i think i i think the avengers beta is public this weekend so i wanted to try oh. and play that as well yeah you have to play that yeah uh,
1: this game is freaking awesome. Uh, it's like gang Beast, sort of, uh-huh. but at least there's like actual goals. Um, it's, it feels like a beta. There's a lot of problems. Uh, mainly it was having a lot of server issues yesterday. It was hard to get into games, uh-huh. but I understand it's an indie game. Uh, it's, it was on PlayStation plus. So it was free for everybody with PlayStation plus. Yeah. Um, so everybody was trying to play it. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was hard to get into games. Um, the, when you got into a game, it played well. Like, like it, there weren't, there wasn't any lag or anything. Like it was, it worked even though there's 60 people in a, in a game. Yeah. It worked perfectly fine. There are some bugs. Like there's one game where you have, it's basically flag football. You have to steal people's tails. hmm Um, that game is a little broken. The, the distance between you and the person with the tail Var- it's just random it feels random like you could just you can basically teleport to somebody and grab their tail yeah. um, you can be on team like like you can squad up with four people but then it doesn't show you your team on the side it doesn't show you your ranking it only shows you if you if you won the whole thing it doesn't show you right. if you're like number two three or four Um, it doesn't automatically give you the perspective of your teammates it is a lot of little weird things But because it was having server issues yesterday, Fall Guys gets review bombed, then unbombed. This is from Game Informer. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout released yesterday, and thanks to a successful beta, lots of people were excited to play it so many in fact that the game has been experiencing server issues which makes it difficult to play and enjoy the server issues made users understandably frustrated but rather than wait for the issues to get sorted some bombarded the game with negative reviews on steam uh and then they they tweeted Uh, We're currently being review bombed on Steam, sad face. We're working really hard to get running really smoothly for so many players. We know it's super frustrating, but if you could hold off from negatively reviewing until you get a chance to play the game, it would really help us out. After posting about the review bombing situation on Twitter, something unusually nice happened. Fans counteracted the negativity with positivity, bringing the game's overall user score back into mostly positive territory. And then they tweeted, wow, you are seriously the best. You've positive bombed our review <laughs> score back to mostly positive. I didn't know that was a thing. Thank you so much for your for your belief in what we're building here. Hopefully uh, server issues will continue to improve. Community of the year. And then it says, while this may seem like a feel-good story from one angle, the whole situation also highlights questions surrounding user reviews, like how they can be affected effectively improved implemented to inform others and share experiences rather than being wielded like weapons. And speaking of Fall Guys reviews, we have one, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the game. It's freaking awesome. The problem is that I understand why somebody would give it a negative review. Because it's a product that they purchased and can't use.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This doesn't sound like... Yeah, I I understand. Like review bombing is bad and stuff, but this sounds like you know because there were server issues. That's a legitimate complaint because you bought a game that has an online component and it's not working properly. Uh, However, I
1: I think that they it they should have waited until they could play it given the circumstances. Right. No. Of course, I feel like I should stress that, but I do understand why somebody would think. Like somebody doesn't know it's an indie game somebody doesn't know that not a lot of people worked on this game that there's mm-hmm. that there's basically hamsters spinning wheels to get the servers working mm-hmm. um a general consumer just buys it sees it doesn't work and then gets mad like that yeah. i completely understand um but yeah they should have they should have waited but also i gotta understand where they're coming from yeah. the moral of the story is the game is freaking great I only played it on PlayStation, though. Maybe Steam had more issues. I was able to get into games a majority of the time, so I had a great time. Hmm. Um, Obviously, it's better with friends, and obviously it's not for everybody. If you don't like games where the controls are purposely wonky, uh, (laughs) like, you know, you waddle around. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those. It's great, though. It's great fun. Right, I'll try it, I guess. I, I didn't get to win. Mm-hmm. I got second place a few times, but it doesn't rank you by placement like that, which right. is a little annoying. Uh, but it's free on PlayStation Plus. If you have PlayStation and you have a PlayStation Plus account, please download it. It is freaking awesome. And give it a shot and play with your friends. Uh, let's talk about, really quickly, the Smash Brothers update okay there was a smash brothers update will yes uh, uh it came why out should of, i care it came out of nowhere it's version mm-hmm. 8.1 and i'll tell you why you should care right now uh there's some patch notes here the biggest thing that they did though mm-hmm. was they just dropped out of nowhere a brand new map that's never been seen before this wow. is small battlefield. I did see small battlefield. You've seen big battlefield. Yeah, you've seen medium battlefield. And now you got small battlefield. Small battlefield looks exactly like regular battlefield. It's just missing the top platform. And I think the base is a little smaller. Yeah. Um, I freaking love this map. You played it already? I, I played it and I changed my default on uh, quick play. Because you can choose... Mm-hmm your like preferred rules and your preferred stage. Yeah. But you can only choose between um, random uh, hazards off and uh, battlefield or Omega forms. And now they okay. added small battlefield. So my preferred rule set is small battlefield, mm-hmm. which is great because I'm Captain Falcon. I don't got no projectiles. If somebody's got projectiles, I can basically teleport over to them so I can get around their projectiles. Right. Um, This was a really cool thing to see, that they added this. And this is basically the only thing that is important on this update. (laughs) Um, Oh, no, no, there's one more thing. Oh, there's really two more things. Uh, The next important thing that they did was they... Let me see if I can find it in the patch notes. Did they do something to Captain Falcon? No. Oh, so then what could it be? (laughs) The last patch really buffed Captain Falcon a lot. Um, following a look at the current number of players eligible for Elite Smash, the threshold for entry has been recalculated to allow more players. Additionally, the way uh, initial values for global Smash power are calculated has also been adjusted. Will, what Mm -hmm. this means Mm -hmm. is that they're allowing more people into Elite Smash. They've lowered the threshold to entry into Elite Smash. That's gonna... It's gonna change the game so the way it works is uh you get points based on the matches that you win and you lose points for the matches that you lose the more points you get there's a there's a barrier you have to break the point barrier to get into elite smash right so uh there's this website called elite where you can type in the the gsp you it took for you to get into elite smash Prior to this patch, it was at uh, 7.6 million Mm -hmm. is what I saw. Now it's at 7.3-ish. Okay. Uh, And I'm at 7.1. Oh, boy. I played last night. I went up and then back down again. So this is good news for me because I might actually finally be able to get into Elite Smash. Additionally, they don't have it in the patch notes. Mm -hmm. oh they do further investigation adjustments to online mode are expected oh that that doesn't mean anything um people found out that they changed the tick rate of uh they might have changed the tick rate of online matches meaning that uh uh instead of pinging the server at 30 hertz they ping it at 60 hertz so it's twice as fast uh it doesn't really feel much faster to be honest but they changed some stuff with online. If you had a bad experience with online before, it might be a little better now. That's it. Also, if you're close to being an Elite Smash, you might actually just be an Elite Smash now.
0: There you go.
1: Uh, so that's good news. And Small Battlefield is awesome. I highly recommend everybody try it out. Next news. Nintendo New York City, Will.
0: It's, it's coming they're, back. They're kinda. back,
1: baby. I will not be going. Yeah. Uh, reservations are required. They just tweeted this. Yeah. Reservations are required for general entry. Please book a reservation at experience.nintendo.com for general entry. Uh, reservations will be offered in 30 minute intervals from 11 a.m. to 5 30 p.m. Tuesday to Sunday. Reservation signups are available two to five days in advance. So you have to book an appointment to shop. Like this is freaking the Apple store. Yeah. This is the little thing it says here are you hearing my phone vibrate no it's close to my mic um basically it says everything that it says oh here we go when visiting nintendo new york city we ask you practice the following safety measures wear a face covering at all times sanitize your hands maintain a safe distance of at least six feet postpone your visit if you have been exposed to or experienced symptoms of covid19 i mean freaking duh yeah no cash only credit debit or contactless payment required uh i'm happy to see that they're back but
0: yeah no circumstances are absolutely horrible um if we're being real for a second, there is no reason to ever go to the Nintendo store. No, it's it's a tourist destination. Uh, okay,
1: it's the, the Nintendo store is freaking awesome.
0: No, it is. It's great. And every time I go to the city, if I'm in, if I'm by Rockefeller Center, I'm gonna go in and see what's in there because it, it's always cool to see. No you just mean what. even if you don't buy anything.
1: You mean now. There is no reason to go to the Nintendo yes. store. Yes.
0: Now there is no reason to no, go to the Nintendo
1: It is not an essential place to be. No. Especially and because any, nothing's coming you get out.
0: At the, anything you can get at the Nintendo store that you would need to get, you can get elsewhere. Yeah. So the
1: last time I was there was to get the Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah. Uh, me and E waited online to get it. Uh, and that was basically the only place you can get that because yeah. everywhere else was sold out. Yeah. Um, that was right at the beginning of the lockdown of everything. Yeah. Uh. N- nowhere like they didn't lock anything down yet, and the Nintendo store was requiring they were only letting I think fifteen people into the store at a time, and they were requiring six feet distance between everybody who was online. You weren't allowed yeah. to shop. You were only allowed to just go straight to the counter, ask for what you want, and then leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the staff were wearing rubber gloves. Uh. I don't think they were wearing face masks. Yeah. Um, and that was in March. So I'd imagine that they're going to be really, really, you know, strict and hygienic now that they're opening up again. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, don't go. There's no reason to go. (laughs) It's not worth it. Especially again, because nothing's freaking happening right now. Yeah. Uh, one last bit of news. Call of duty update. I felt obligated to talk about this cuz this it's a big deal and right. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty are
0: you're a your big Warzone fan.
1: So if you've played the game before really the only important thing's here is that they opened the stadium. The mm-hmm. stadium Call of Duty War, The stadium in Call of Duty Warzone was just this big mass in the middle of the map that was completely useless. You can land on top of it but otherwise it's just a giant like waste of space. Uh now you can go inside it and the, like the roof is open and there's a whole new basically map inside of it. Additionally, there's train track there's been train tracks in the game. Mm-hmm. Now there's a train that goes around. So you can hop on the train and go around. It sounds stupid, but all oh, this is really cool. <laughs> These are cool new new additions to the map.
0: Um I remember seeing somewhere that they're also shrinking the file size of the game. Okay, I don't know if that's true. So I'm looking I'm looking at the blog post and it says Uh, as a reminder, console players can choose to also uninstall or remove other data packs if no longer needed for a smaller overall file size. Okay. So does that mean you can now, like, remove certain things from the game? Like certain downloadable aspects? Um, I think that they mean, like, so there's, there's Warzone and then there's the Modern Warfare multiplayer. Oh, up here. Owners of the full version of Modern Warfare and Free-to-Play Warzone will have decre- will have a decrease in overall footprint on consoles. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, please note that Season
1: 5 update will have a download size of approximately 35 to 54 gigabytes for owners of the full version of Modern Warfare and Free-to-Play Warzone who are up to date with the latest update. So, the way it works with the updates now is <laughs> they'll have a big download like for xbox one it's 50 gigabytes i guess i Mm shouldn't get that started um but then it only takes up a couple of gigabytes on your actual console right um i mean it doesn't take up all 50 i don't see where that's saying that here but that's what that's how the way it worked in the last patch right um it's still a lot yeah so so, people on pc who were doing fresh downloads of the game Mm -hmm. 400 gigabytes Jesus Christ. But that's for the download, and then I don't know how much it takes up on your actual hard drive. It's probably right. only like two hundred. Right. Um Yeah, I've been playing it on Xbox One because I don't have any room anymore on my PlayStation. Yeah. Uh the and then the other there's also like cool like new like skins and stuff, but I really don't care about any of this stuff. I just like the I just like playing the game. I yeah. wonder they have this giant guy who looks like uh friggin' Some wrestler, I don't know. Um, I wonder if the mass of a character makes them a bigger hitbox. It probably does. Oh, that'd be interesting. Also, there's a raven that you can now use to attack people. Cool. Uh, But potentially bigger news. Activision revealed this year's Call of Duty will feature tight integration with the already released Warzone Battle Royale platform. Which I think is fantastic news because that Mm -hmm. means that Warzone is still going to be relevant. (laughs) Yeah. I was worried that the next iteration is going to be different. Like I was worried that because we had Blackout mode with Black Ops 4. Yeah. I was worried that there was going to be a new Battle Royale with the new Call of Duty. Right. I'm happy that they're going to just continue to update Warzone as a standalone. But it'll well, also
0: probably give you a battle pass or perks or something if you buy the new Call of Duty. It sounds like they put a lot of money into Warzone and they want this to be like the next big part of Call of Duty. So it should I think be. it's it's smart to integrate it you know, as, as tightly as possible into uh, the next Call of Duty and then the next one after that. Make it... Make make it all one thing, basically, rather than a separate thing every year. So, so right now, um,
1: you have Modern Warfare and you have Warzone. Uh, yeah. It uses the same assets, or a lot of the yeah. same assets. Modern Warfare, if you want to play the regular multiplayer, the team-based multiplayer and all that stuff, and the regular game yeah. modes, you got to buy Modern Warfare. Right. Uh, but your progression and everything carries over from Modern Warfare into Warzone. Mm-hmm. This means... I guess this integration that they're talking about means yeah. that the same thing's going to happen with the next generation, which is going to be cool. weird because how does your progression move from modern warfare to the new call of duty that they're thinking yeah. is going to be called uh cold. War? I think it's uh black ops, cold war, correct? Is the rumored. That's the rumor. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be weird, but overall i um, I wish all of call of duty would go free to play. I wish all of the multiplayer would just straight up go free to play. Yeah. Um, or not free to play uh service based i want it to be like a like like they just keep i want them to just keep updating the multiplayer if
0: you want to play the single player or whatever buy the game well i mean that that would be nice but that's not going to happen because activision loves money i mean it took them a long time to get this far yeah to make a freaking free to play battle royale they
1: freaking put blackout mode in black ops 4 which is a terrible idea this is great, though. I think this is going to be good. I'm very happy that Warzone's carrying over. I hope that it's a launch day release on the next-gen yeah. consoles. Yeah. Because that's what I'm going to be playing the most on my PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. Depending on what my friends get it for. And how my progression's going to carry over. Yeah. So, I'm excited about that. Um, that's it. Yes. Uh, we got five dollars from X ex- excised uh, sorry for trolling that chat what and thanks for the show I wish the podcast was twice weekly give us the world some news outside of politics to look at go to subscribe to directly to you that's the fanatics Four's uh podcast mm-hmm. or twitch.tv slash Wolfden. there you go and just listen to that like a podcast yeah <laughs> um okay uh tweet of the week tweet of the week tweet of the week tweet of the week there's two here yeah i I snuck one in there this is mine this one is from not threat 3x who says pee after sex so you don't get an hdmi (laughs) i've seen that i like that one i like that one a lot actually says uh hdmi yeah and you gave one from Hampton Yount, who says there should be a Wario Lopez. Yes. <laughs> and then somebody made it. There yep. he is.
0: All right. Now is when we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfdenLive. If you left a comment on last week's WolfdenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. There's people in the chat
1: saying to talk about Jake Paul. Why? Somebody Uh, says that the FBI raided his house.
0: Yes, the FBI did. I did not read past the headline because I don't care why the FBI raided his house. I just care that the FBI raided his house um i mean okay we uh, we're not
1: we're not draw we're not a drama channel what i could care less yeah. about jake Paul. i think that so i heard that he has uh he started that one merch company he like secretly backs yeah um like has a really big stake in some merch company um And then I was like, isn't that like
0: a conflict of interest? Can't you not do that? And that might be one of the reasons why the FBI raided his house. According to Eyewitness News, firearms seized in raid at Jake Paul's Calabasas home. He's probably doing some real dumb stuff with that. Yeah. With them firearms.
1: All right. uh, Do you have the hashtag pulled up? Yes. Because I have to pee and also I have to grab something.
0: Okay. So please read. So I will start. Okay, uh, using the hashtag Wolf Den Live, uh, Jordan Rand. Hey, guys, do you have any tips to improve internet throughout the house? My router is in the worst room because it was the only room the internet guy could put it in. My wife and I have a very laggy viewing of, ver- of birds of prey in all rooms. Thoughts? Love you, guys. Um, I I might have mentioned this on the show before. I swear by google's uh wi-fi mesh routers uh, i have two of them in the house and they, it covers everything um not really a whole lot of lag or any interruptions or anything like that um they work great they are the easiest things in the world to set up it's all controlled via an app on your phone you just do it there and it just it works um i never really had to like restart it unless i was having a problem with my computer specifically um, it's never really been the router's fault, so I highly recommend the Google Wi Fi routers. They've updated them and now they're called the Nest Wi Fi routers. And they have uh Google Home Assist integrated in them, so you can just say, Okay, Google, do this, and it'll work. I think you can get them without Home Assist, though. So look and see if you can get at that. But uh, yeah, I recommend a mesh network so much. If you don't get Google's, uh, Eero. Is also really good although they're owned by amazon now uh netlink orbeez is also a really good one so do that it's expensive i'm not gonna lie it's expensive but i think it's worth it um so that's that q73 power using the hashtag wolf Den live one piece update great i just passed episode 735 i'm 200 episodes away from catching up it's been almost two years since I've started. I can't wait. I can't wait to say I've caught up with One Piece when I started in tw- in twenty eighteen. I have. S- I ha- I know the first ten years of The Simpsons by memory. There is no way in hell I would ever be able to do the next twenty. So the fact that you have close to a thousand episodes of One Piece down in two years, um. You know, I I don't want to hate on you because that is an accomplishment. It's just it's not something that my feeble brain can comprehend. Uh, All right, is there anything back. that I should know about? Uh, Jordan Rand wants to know how to improve the internet throughout his house. Uh, I recommend getting a mesh network. Oh, I think you should be careful with me- with a mesh network. Yeah, uh, but
1: you probably just need a Google Wi-Fi router. And things I, I, that's what I recommended. Just get
0: one, and then if you need a mesh. Yeah, go for it. Um, and Q seventy three power is two hundred episodes away from catching up with One Piece. Jesus Christ, dude! All uh, right, so next, hold up.
1: Okay, a few episodes ago, you got uh the autocrat coffee syrup. Yes. Sent by Fred. Mm-hmm. I made him make a note here so that I know that I need to make it and actually try it. Right. So I have with me my barista blend oat milk. I have my coffee syrup. I have a cup with ice in it and a spoon. I will now read the instructions. It doesn't freaking say. Directions, mix two tablespoons with eight ounces of milk. Okay, we're gonna eyeball that. Uh, I'm just going to... Wait, teaspoons or tablespoons? Tablespoons. This is... Tablespoon is the big T. Yeah, I have a teaspoon. How many teaspoons is a tablespoon? I'm looking at... All right, I'm just going to friggin' Just put a... What I think is eight... This cup is eight ounces. I know that this cup is eight ounces. Maybe I should pour it in here first.
0: No, I'm going to eyeball it. Three... Three teaspoons equals one tablespoon. Three? three that's a lot okay i'm gonna just
1: put half milk okay that's a lot of milk it's a lot of milk but this is this is eight ounces so it's probably right um so now i need six tablespoons of <laughs> oh <in this. laughs> uh, oh it's a squeeze top this is so gross uh,
0: gross I think I should just eyeball it. I'm going to eyeball it
1: just to get the show on the road here. Now you want to read another one?
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one is from guy number 21 on Twitter. Uh, just listen to your last Jedi reaction. You two are insane. He then proceeds to rank all the star Wars movies. Um, number one is empire. And at the bottom is last Jedi. That's basically the gist of it. Um, I can't wait for the day you wake up and you realize you're wrong.
1: I'm gonna shake it's not going to come
0: anytime soon, but but when it does, um, I will still be on Twitter at Will Wolf Dammit. You can just tweet at me, and you remember to use the hashtag What Was Right. I got to do like a rewatch.
1: I really was not into uh, the Last Jedi when I. No, wait, what's what's the? No, the Last Jedi. Yeah, I didn't like it. Did I like it? I don't remember. You
0: you liked it. You, you liked it. You just you didn't like the fact that Luke didn't take down an AT-AT with his bare hands yeah and no. I wish I, I wish Luke was a lot more badass I'm trying that to was tell my biggest you that with it. and I've I, I scream this until the day I die what Luke did at the end of the last Jedi was exactly what he said he was not going to do he faced down the first order by himself but he just did it in the most Jedi way possible this is like freaking molasses
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just like the the stories from the expanded universe and I wanted that on the big screen. That's really it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. I'm glad they did something different that was unexpected. I'm glad they tried to push Star Wars in new exciting directions and I am upset that they did not do anything after that. Um, Um, But Mandalorian is great. We all agree on that. I still haven't finished though. Oh I don't know never going it to. take any time. And then after dude. that you should watch uh Galleries. It's all about the making of the Mandalorian. All I good.
1: really wanted was to get to the episode with Bill Burr in it and then I got to that episode and I only watched <laughs> half of it. Not that it wasn't good, I just for whatever reason I only watched half of it. Oh, you. And this looks like coffee color. I'm going to try it. Uh f- oh. and then well, Oh, that's bad. <laughs> holy crap that's bad oh boy i think i mixed it right because i can taste the oat milk and i can taste the coffee so not good oh man oh it's like oh it's like i don't know how i can describe it it's like so bad it's like this is the official drink of rhode island by the way official drink or official coffee it's something. It says refrigerate after opening. I think this yeah. is going to go in the garbage after opening.
0: <laughs> All right. Should I? We got one more tweet uh, Tweet from last yeah, week. Yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Luke Antone. Hey, Wolf Bros. What are each of your favorite anime? Official state drink of Rhode Island. God, they got to get some hobbies. That, that sounds
1: like an anime, actually. Favorite... Anime? Yeah. Oh my eyes are like water.
0: Um that also sounds like an anime. I gotta rewatch it, but I always say Trigon. Uh I recently re-watched that. It still holds up, it's very good. Uh I have to rewatch Gungrave because I always say it's that. That's one I might have to rewatch first because I don't think I ever actually finished Gungrave. I see, I don't rem I remember seeing it a long time because they used to air it on G4. At like three in the morning Mm -hmm. so it was really hard to like stay up and watch it but i remember what i watched of it was so good and so different from like all the other anime that was on tv at the time so that's why i always say it and one of these days i'm gonna actually sit down and watch it again so i also never finished uh death note
1: I got past the part that should have been the end, and then uh, I kind of stopped watching, and then everybody I talked to says, you don't need to watch after that. Yeah. Because apparently it gets like weird. Um, But I feel like Gungrave is kind of similar, where the best part is when they're talking about the past, and when they teleport to the past. Yeah. Well, I
0: think the past takes up most of that series. Yeah, and then it goes to present day, and then I stop. (laughs) Well, which is funny, because present day is what all the video games are. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that's not the fun part. Also, yeah. another problem with Gungrave is the first episode is the setup, and the second episode is what most of the series is going to be about. Yeah. So you have to get past the first episode in order to get to the meat of the show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I like... Uh, you. Oh, you also have to watch Blood Blockade Battlefront, which I is know, the I, same I know. guy. I got,
0: I got a lot to watch. I, I meant to rewatch Cowboy Bebop, too.
1: I actually started to, and then I never Yeah. completed but Cowboy Bebop is... Cowboy Bebop is, is great. great. It's it's a, a no freaking that. clad. That might also be my favorite. That's why I want to rewatch Trigun because I want to see how it holds up compared to Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. The music in Trigun still slaps, I will say that. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Last week's Wolf Den Live uh, Shadhog01. Uh, the colors and textures were also found in the leak, but the voice lines found for him were not. His voice lines were from Super Mario Advance. And Charles Martinet didn't voice Luigi until the American localization of Mario Kart 64. So who voiced
1: him in Ma- Mario 64? Is
0: Nobody. That... No, that's it... Charles Martinet. No, the, what he's saying is the voice lines that were there are not from Mario 64. They were not recorded for Mario 64. They're taken from Mario Advance. Oh, you're talking about the Luigi voice lines? Yes yeah but oh luigi
1: wasn't localized until mario kart 64 okay yeah okay that that makes sense i'm having a i'm i'm still i'm not here right now
0: well yeah because you just drank weird coffee
1: it was Uh, so bad dude Master Reviews says, is the Game Boy worth picking up if you're not sure yet? Uh, Like, do you guys think it will sell out? Oh, God, this poor man. And be able to uh, be available for a long time afterwards. He's talking about the analog pocket. pocket. Man, do we got some bad news for
0: you. (laughs) I just want to tell a quick story. I was able to pre-order one and a couple of accessories. Um, So I was able to pre-order it perfectly fine. But I got very concerned... Because the shipping information took a very long time to load. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you review your cart, you hit next, you enter your address, you hit next. And then it goes to shipping information and it just, the wheel just spun for like a solid minute, minute and a half. Their website definitely had problems. And it was like agonizing. Uh, and then I didn't tell you this. Um, I went back because I wasn't, I didn't order the link cable right away because I didn't see it on the page. So I went back and it was there. I just missed it for whatever reason. So I had to order it. I had to order that separately. And mm. it was the same thing. Shipping was like taking its time. I forgot that I wanted you to get the, uh, the case. That
1: uh, you don't like. yeah. Did the case sell out? <laughs> no. I'm mean, So here's the thing. Will wanted to get two. Like one for me, one for him, obviously. Yeah. But I'm thinking Analog might send us one. So I didn't want to get three. Yeah so uh i decided we're just gonna get one and if they don't send us one i'll review that one that we get mm-hmm. so that means i'm gonna have it for the first week sorry well yeah that's... um and then i will buy another one if they don't send us yeah. one um but i mean there so they sold out very quickly yeah they sold out the pre-order very quickly which is a little yeah. unfortunate uh and uh who knows what stocks gonna look like they have stock issues because obviously every the whole world is ending right now yeah um but a lot of people are mad because a pre-order should be it should tell the company how many they need to make yeah right however the stock issues are obviously impacting
0: the pre-orders
1: yeah like they can only make so much Mm -hmm. so
0: uh, I think it's going to be really hard. I think it's going to be really hard to get. Yeah. I would highly suggest, because they have on their website, um, it says sign up for when it comes back in stock. I highly recommend you you sign up, and as mm-hmm. soon as they tell you, you set, set as many reminders as you can and just be there as soon as it becomes available. That's the, that's the only way to do it. But he also says if you're not sure yet. So I don't know about that.
1: If you're not sure that you want an analog pocket, you probably don't need it. Because yeah. it's expensive.
0: It's expensive. It's an investment. It's 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 for a dedicated handheld gaming enthusiast. You might be better off if you're not sure finding a, a Game Boy Advance uh f- somewhere like second party, uh, second hand market rather, and just use that because it'll play everything you want to play for the yeah, most could part. Yeah, you can throw an EverDrive on there or something. Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, I don't. If you're not sure, I don't know. Wait yeah. for the reviews. I'm sure by the time the reviews of it come out, there will be, or they'll have, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure if
0: they'll have stock figured out. Uh, it's funny because I've actually been, cause I've started to get back into action figure collecting and I've been going through this a lot with action figures. Like the, they'll post it immediately on the website and then like within two seconds, all the bots get it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just, it's a problem in general with ordering like highly coveted things online, especially in, you know, let's face it, the nerd community. Yes. You know, and they limited it to per person. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Mr. Fizzak says what time on Tuesday, August 4th, this fall guy stream, uh, it happened already. That yep. would have been 8 PM. <laughs> Most of the time when I stream on Twitch, it's at eight or 9 PM Eastern. That's why you got to turn notifications on. Yeah. Uh, or just subscribe to Wolf Den VODs and you can watch it later. Or now, Wolf Den Clips. We'll probably talk about that later. Uh, Kirby. Uh, it seems the like recent trend for 2020 is secrets being revealed to the public, whether it's savory or not. Oh, you mean so? That was because of the leak. Uh, yeah. The Nintendo, the Giga leak. Um, yeah you know what? i think people just have a lot of time on their hands and they have the internet and that's it so they're just they're getting into things that they shouldn't have been able to get into yeah marcus Barratelli says l was real all along l was the friends we made along the way l was wolf Den. oh my god help
0: can we get that on a shirt l no. was wolf Den. no we can't
1: and it's just your face <laughs> yeah um okay now we're in the chat yes uh, make Rick, it good, people. Rick N Seven says, "Love bebop." Samurai shampoo was also excellent. I hear a lot of good things about Samurai shampoo. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: the the mochi says, "Bring back the knife, Bob." <laughs> it's right here, baby.
1: I was playing uh, with this all stream yesterday. Yeah. Do you think Scott the Woz looks like Toby Maguire? For, and Tom Holland, since I am looking at a Peter Parker-looking person. I mean, maybe a little Toby Maguire? Yeah. I don't think. No, I'll just say no. <laughs> uh,
0: Sarah Anderson, Bob, will you make a video on modding your Switch to Android, possibly? Yes, that's the whole point of why I would do yeah. it. Uh, it's going to take a long time to do it, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, I assume. mean
0: that, that's something you don't want to screw
1: up. That's going to be a big video, but I have the perfect time when I'll make that. Yes. Uh, uh, there was something I wanted to read. Oh, Anthony Anderson. Any que- uh, question? Who makes the best retro style Xbox controllers? Hyperkin or Eight Bit Do? Uh, I like Eight Bit Do's controllers uh, because they mimic Super Nintendo, like the best. I think the Hyperkin one might be better for Xbox. It depends on what you want to play. Yeah, if you're playing like friggin' uh, the Mega Man X Collection, you probably want to go with the A Bit Do. But I think you might be fi- I think you might be fine with either. To be perfectly honest.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Fred DM'd me and said, M- "I might not have used oat milk, o- and also, I hate coffee milk, but good." But good on you for trying it. <laughs> it was freaking horrible, dude. I'm going to keep it around to make people try it, but I'm going to.
0: You should. That should be. Uh... Every time somebody comes over to your apartment, you should be like, drink this.
1: It was very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden Millar says, What are your thoughts on Mario Party? LOL. <laughs> I hate Mario Party. I think it is a bad game.
0: Yeah, Mario Party is a game you can only play with people you like because or you know you will like them at the end of the game. Cuz <laughs> Mario- Not because not because they do anything to make you hate them. The game does things that makes you hate them.
1: Mario Party is a game that you have to just let it's a, it's a, something that you have to let happen to you yeah if you have zero control over anything that's happening in mario party mm-hmm. and that's why i think it is dumb and i think that the last game is a bad game because it you you, you it's it's broken in weird ways that like my biggest gripe is the freaking dice the die when you hit it it doesn't go to the right thing like it's it makes it seem like it's spinning and you hit it and it stops but that's not the case at all it's a it's a thousand percent random and it feels broken because of that yeah it's well it's it's actually not random it's so annoying uh and people tell me i'm wrong about this but i have proof i i have it (laughs) um it might have been patched i don't know but when i first played it if you hit whatever whenever you hit the dice Whatever is on the bottom of the die teleports to the front. So you think you're trying to stop it on the whatever's numbers on the front, but really you want to stop it on whatever numbers on the bottom. It's very stupid, and that's why the game is trash.
0: Yeah. Uh Crystal Wolf, what do you think of Konami making desktop PCs in Japan? You what? see this? Konami's actually making PCs that you can buy. Should I get one? It's, it, it's Japan only. Why would you want one? I'll uh,
1: uh I'll get Ian to read it for me. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Konami's making desktop PCs now. Here it is. Here's a 34-second yep. trailer for it.
0: Uh, it's weird that they're making PCs instead of, you know, games.
1: They're like Yamaha. They make everything.
0: Yeah. Can I see what the freaking thing was? Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. I don't even see what you're looking at, but what you're looking at is probably it. This looks like a friggin like an amplifier. Yeah.
1: Advanced revolution of (laughs) eSports. I kind of want one. I I kind of want one. It's friggin I think I saw, yes. Entry level. $1,760. One thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars, it's only got an i five in it, yeah. and eight gigabytes of RAM. Get out of my face! Get the <laughs> frick out of my face, dude. Uh, looks like a cheese grater. Well, I mean, so do so do Max, so yeah. Rafiki says Mario Party or Monopoly. I think Mario. I think Monopoly is a better game than Mario Party. Yeah. Monopoly has rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- what about the old mario parties the gamecube ones they're not as broken as the newest one but i yeah. still don't like them
0: still not great it's uh, just a
1: garbage way that like you could be winning and doing everything right and at the end they're just like oh here's a star to the person who was afk the whole game oh here's yeah. a star to the person who had the least coins I think the first game I played of the new Mario Party. No, no, it wasn't the actually. It was the one for the N sixty. I think it was Mario Party two. Yeah. Uh literally the <laughs> the person with. Okay, so you know before the game ends, like once the once the board ends, you go to like this area and then they just start giving stars to people. Yeah. Before that, uh, I'm sorry. After that moment.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: The ranking flipped. So, for example, I was in first place. I went to last place because they just started giving stars to random people. Mm -hmm. That's why that game's stupid. Julio says, which game breaks more friendships and relationships, Mario Party or Monopoly? I think Monopoly just because it's uh, more popular. Yeah. And been around longer. Mm Mm-hmm. Wilshank Jones' Fall Guy stream, go to Oh wait, I don't have it up on uh, go to either Wolfden Vods or Wolfden Clips. And subscribe. It'll be there momentarily. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're at
0: a good spot. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch On Demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us, rather than watch us. You can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of this week's Wolfden Den Live, or maybe you want to send a specific section of the show over to your buddies, then head on over and subscribe to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and a couple of uh, Wolf Den live streams, apparently, cuts it up into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure.
1: Uh, rate our podcast on podcast yeah. services, because...
0: Uh... Uh, It really does help us with placement on those respective stores. It's not just me saying a soundbite over and over again. If you rate and review us, it helps us um, get more exposure on these platforms. And this way, more people listen to us and then we grow and we can take over the world like Pinky and the Brain have always wanted to do but never could because they didn't have a podcast.
1: So here's the deal. Uh, We got Wolf Den Clips, all right? I stream on twitch.tv slash wolfden, which you should follow. But I understand that not a lot of people like Twitch. They like YouTube. I understand. Completely understand. Now we have wolfden clips of every single uh, Twitch stream from now on. Or at least most of them, I guess. They're edited actually by Ian, not by Eric. Um... But the last one is me and Wood playing the Mario 64 multiplayer with uh, the Luigi skin and there's Knuckles for whatever reason. Um, so that's a good time. Subscribe to this channel if you want some gameplay videos that are about 10 minutes long. Also, there's Wolfden VODs, which is the entire VOD of the stream. However, from now on, I think I'm going to upload both at the same time. So the VODs are going to be late to align with the, uh, with, with the clip. That's just for, uh, algorithmic purposes. Cause I don't want to upload the same title and thumbnail to both. You, 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 it's, I'm sorry, but you know what? If you really want to watch the VOD, if you really want to watch the VOD when it, like the day after, just go to the Twitch channel and watch it there. It's so easy. It's like the same as YouTube, but it's called Twitch. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out. And we'll see you later. Let's see if this won't break the stream this time. Goodbye. Bye.